0: Love Talk Radio. God with the
1: voice of Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Prayer International Radio, Tuesday night. I'm your host for tonight, Sean Holmberg. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer, um, give us a call. If you have something on your heart, give us a call. And outside of that, let's Get started. Father, Lord, tonight we turn over this entire broadcast to you. Father, asking that your hand would move, Lord, that your hand would touch the hearts of every single person listening to this broadcast, Lord, whether they're listening with us live now, Father, or whether they listen to us later. Father, you being sovereign God, Lord. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Father, you who are the bread of life, you are our source, our provision, our health, our safety, our shield, our strength, our stronghold. Father, you are our fortress, our refuge in the time of need. Father, you are our praise, Father, in the morning, our praise in the midday. Father, you are our praise at night, Lord. For you alone, Father, are worthy To open up the scrolls You alone are worthy To receive glory and honor You alone are worthy, Father To receive praise and glory From generation to generation Throughout all of eternity Father, for all these things That we men behold With our eyes, Father There is nothing that you have not made There is nothing But doesn't bring you praise and glory, Father. You said even the rocks would cry out, "Praise to you, Lord." Father, so we yield our lives to you. Father, right now in this very moment, Lord, we cast aside everything that would cause us to turn to the left or to the right, Father. And as your word declares, Father, upon your on, upon your word we will meditate. Day and night, Father, that we may observe to do all that is written in the Father. So then we would have, we would make our way prosperous, and then we would have good success, Lord. And not only good success, just because we read, Father, but good success, Lord, because we believe. Father, because we choose to believe you. We choose to believe your word, Father, knowing that you are true. You are the way, you are the truth, and that you are the life, that none can come to the Father except through you, Jesus. And even now, you're clothed in glory and majesty and honor. You alone, Jesus. You alone, Jesus. Father, we know that you bless us, Lord not because we deserve it, not because we're good, which, in fact, we're not, Father. Our righteousness isn't based on our own works. It's not based on our own abilities, Father. But our righteousness is through you alone, Father. We are hidden in Christ Jesus, Father. We are hidden in your cross, Lord. Having the righteousness that doesn't come from the law and from works, that come, but that which comes through faith in Christ Jesus, as your word declares, for by grace we are saved through faith. It is not of works, lest any man man should boast. It's a gift of God. Father, and you have established us. Lord, you have hedged us behind and in front as the psalmist says, that knowledge is too wonderful for us. Father, you have declared unto us wisdom and revelation of your plans and purposes in this earth that you would deliver all of man, that you would make a way when there is no way, Father, that you would become an intercessor when there was no intercessor, Father, when man's hand alone cannot save him, you made a way when you sent your only son to die on the cross for our sins, Father. Not just for ours alone who call upon your name, Father, but for anybody who would call upon your name. For your word declares that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, Father. For the gift of grace, Father, the gift of salvation doesn't just extend to us now, but to those across the face of the entire world, Lord. Even those, Lord, who have never heard your name, Father, those who have never heard your voice, Father, those who have never yet felt your calling, Lord. Father, we stand here, Lord, in agreement, Father. We stand in intercession, Lord, asking for you to reach your hand across this earth, Father, that your Holy Spirit reach in the hearts and the lives of every man, woman, and child, Father, who doesn't know you, Father. From the coast of Africa, Father, to, to the farthest reaches of Russia, Lord, to Australia and the United States, Father, to all the islands and the coastlands, Father, that your name would be magnified and glorified in these lands once again, Father, that your name would be exalted and it is exalted, Father, regardless of the whims and the ambitions and the wisdom of man, which is coming to nothing, Father you remain true. Jesus, you remain awesome and holy. Your word said to beware when they say peace, peace when there is no peace, father. And while we know that the nation's rage and they war it, and they fight, Lord, over what sometimes must seem like vain things, Father. Over pieces of land and pieces of property and material possessions, Father. And houses that you don't even dwell in. For you said your hands have made all things. And you chose not to dwell and houses made with bricks and stones and made by human hands, Father. But you chose to dwell in men to raise us up together to be the bride of Christ, Father, to be the body. Father, you chose us to be a dwelling place, a habitation for your spirit. Father, that we would shine forth the light Of the gospel of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ into this earth From one corner to the other From the rising of the sun to the setting Father we have become your ambassadors Father we have become your mouthpieces We have become your trumpets and your hands and your feet in this earth Lord and that you would raise up this church Father with fire once again Lord Father, that you would raise up this church with a consuming passion, Lord, for this world, Father, a consuming passion for your word, Father, for a consuming passion for your presence, God. Lord, that you would burn out all the things of this world that would take hold upon us. Father, all the distractions, Lord, that would turn men's hearts away from you, Father, for no one can serve two masters. Father, so we choose tonight, Lord, to cast aside every idol. Father, we choose to lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily besets us, Father. Father, we choose to trust in you tonight, Father. Not just for the things that we desire, Father. Not just for our dreams and ambitions, Father. Lord, but we choose to trust you for everything. For our life and for our breath, Father. For everything we could possibly need, everything we could possibly want, you know it all together, before we could even ask for even the hairs on our heads were numbered by you, O God. For you saw us as your word declares when we were without form and void. Isn't that what your scripture declares? That this earth itself was void and without form, and darkness and emptiness was upon the face of the wa- of the earth. And your spirit moved to pull over the waters. And in one moment of time, you declared, "Let there be light." And you spoke for the purpose into this earth and into creation for light. And then even in the moments of conception when we were born, Father, before the moment of our conception, Lord. You declared your purpose over us, Father. You spoke our names for the very first time when our eyes had yet been completely formed, Lord. You saw us. When our hands and feet hadn't been completely formed, Lord, You had already decided that you would be our provision. You decided that the ending would not always be as the beginning in some cases, Father. And that regardless of the circumstance of man, regardless of the circumstances of our surroundings and the things around us, Father, whether we had good parents or bad parents, Father, you declare that you would be our Father, that we would cry, Abba, Father, to you. Lord, you declare that even that we were born into this world, Father, once we called upon the name of Jesus, that this earth was no longer our home, that our life was not here, but it was seated next to you in heavenly places. Father, you said that we are no longer, as your word declares, (laughs) we are no longer strangers. We are no longer foreigners, but we are fellow citizens (sighs) with the saints and the members of the household of God. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and their prophets who went before us. Your son, Jesus Christ himself, being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building, the whole building being fit together, grows into a dwelling place, a habitation for you. You know, it's funny, citizen God, that we're citizens of heaven.
0: In this world
1: we live, people are moving from one place to another, trying to find the place of their prosperity, the place of their provision, the place where they have safety and shelter and peace, but yet we know, Jesus, that you are the Prince of Peace. Father, we know there is no peace without your presence. There is no joy without your presence, for your scripture declares that in the presence of the Lord there is fullness of joy. Pleasures at your right hand forevermore. Father, things that we can't behold with our eyes. We can't fill them with our hands. Our senses can't even perceive them but through says, Father. Through the Holy Spirit, Father, we have come to believe you and trust you. Father, even your word that declares that eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has even entered into the heart of man, the things that you have prepared for us who love you. Lord, you already declare that those who come to you must believe first that you are and that you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. Fathers, we make it our aim tonight to seek your face, Lord. Not the face of a man, not the approval of men or corporations or organizations, Father, or nationalities. Father, for nations will fall at your feet. But we will stand by your side, Lord clothed in garments of white. Our salvation having been obtained from the foundation of the very world. You know, I was thinking about this broadcast for what was possibly a couple days now and, you know, I... I'm going to get into some scripture In um, just a minute But I was thinking about a song I can't think of the name of it right now um, By Mercy Me And it talks about What will happen When we stand before him And the one thought That occurred to me over and over again Over the last couple days And it's just been going over and over in my head Which is more of a question God Which was At that moment Since the word declares that every man is appointed once to die And after that the judgment That there's no guarantee On the moments that we have and in one moment of time, we pass from this life into the next. And the Bible declares that to be absent from the body is to be present from the Lord. And so for, for one minute, we're here on this earth doing whatever it is that we're doing. And the next minute, we're standing before the majesty on high. And I wonder if in that moment, my heart and the things that my heart say, the things that are in my spirit, those things that our spirit cries out, when it cries out, Abba, Father, if those things that come from the depths of our spirits Will it be loud enough to declare unto him the things that our mouths never could? And the scripture says that the Holy Spirit makes intercession through us, helping us in our weakness. It says, talks about groanings which cannot be uttered. And sometimes I think I, I know exactly what that means. This fervent and passionate, almost like a groan on the inside of us, this longing for God, longing for the righteousness of the Lord to be revealed, the longing for his hand to move upon this earth. And I wonder when we stand before him in a moment where I can only imagine we would be speechless, unable to move, but just to behold him. whom it seems we've known our entire lives before we knew him at all, he knew us? And will our hearts really be able to fully express those things that we wish to say to him, but that we could probably never come up with words for? You know, the Bible says that he chose us and him before the foundation of the world. That he saw our form, he knew all the days of our life, from the beginning till the end. Every one of us, no matter who we are, no matter what our lives have been like, no matter what we've done, the things we've done, whether good or bad, it makes no difference. For he still declared his everlasting and unending and eternal love for us. And before we were born, before we were formed, before we had a chance to breathe our first breath, he had already purposed in his heart to send his son Jesus to die for us. Because he chose us in him knowing who we are, knowing everything about us, every fiber, every atom of our being, and yet this amazing God chose us in him. So if you have a Bible, we're just going to read for a little bit. If you go into the book of Ephesians chapter 1, it says, Let me make sure I'm actually there. <laughs> grace to you. This is actually verse two, but grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. You know, it seems that Paul. When writing this scripture and throughout his ministry through the revelation of the Holy Spirit, understanding the mysteries of the gospel of Christ, understanding the will of the Father, the desires of the Father, and the things that the Father would reveal unto men, it seems that Paul... Understood that When Jesus said Upon the cross that it is finished That it was finished That the work was finished That there was nothing left to do That the provision had been made That the sacrifice had been completed That there was no more sacrifice To complete There was no more blood to be shed No more blood to be spilled For the sins of the world Because they had already been done That he did it all in one And you'll notice that everything Paul says is in past tense. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. This goes into what the scripture says where it says, I has not seen nor has ear heard nor has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. What spiritual blessings is it talking at? I mean, it doesn't even say, he doesn't even go into what all the spiritual blessings are, but it says every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, not just blessings here upon earth, but blessings in the heavenly realm, in the heavenly kingdom, in the places sooner or later we will call home. We have already been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. It says just as he chose us in him, he already chose us in Him before the foundation of the very this very world, before He had even formed this world, before there was even the darkness, before He caused there to be light and caused creation to shine forth, before even that beginning moment in Genesis. He had already purposed in His heart to choose us. It says before the foundation of the world that what? That we would just be here? No. It says that we should be holy. How many of you desire to be holy? To be like He is. To be like Him. To be holy. It says to be holy and without blame before Him in love. You know, far too many Christians walk through this earth with a sense of guilt and shame for their actions. Not fully comprehending or having the revelation that the price has been paid. Not fully understanding that he has declared us to be righteous through Jesus Christ alone. It says, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself. According to the good pleasure of of his will according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved which would declare that at one moment we weren't accepted but then we are In one moment, we were strangers and foreigners, but now we have been adopted as sons by Jesus Christ to himself. That through the work of Jesus Christ, the Father has adopted us into his family. At that moment, saying, now you're good enough. Now you deserve it. Now you belong here. You belong at my side. You belong in my kingdom. You belong in my family. I no longer call you strangers. I no longer call you foreigners and enemies, but I call you friends and I call you children. You will call me our God and I will call you my people. The same word that he has declared from the beginning which is his love and his unending forgiveness for those who call upon his name, his unending mercy. says in verse 7 in him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace which he made abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him in him we also have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. That we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory, in him you, which is all of us, also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession. You know, it's... But see adoption word that gets sort of tricky for people. I think, you know, I have a um seven year old child who me and my wife have pretty much adopted. Um we have permanent custody over her through the courts, which is pretty much one step right below adoption, but with the exact same meaning. Um, technically speaking, and you know, to be honest with all of you listening, um, for those of you who don't have children, she does. To put it, she can be the sweetest girl in the entire world, or your worst nightmare. If you if you are a parent, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you know, over the last two years, as long as she's been with us, there there's something that's never questioned, which was the fact that she was ours, that she was part of our family, that at one point in time she wasn't part of our family, but then she was. And when we took her in, with open arms, she chose to walk in to our lives. And at that moment, it didn't matter what she had done up until that moment. We accepted her with all her flaws, all her issues, all her problems, all her emotional struggles, and the pains and the fears and everything else that she had faced in her life. Did not matter because at that moment, she was ours that moment, she took upon our family name. She took upon our family inheritance. And she became one of our children. And there's no different. Me and my wife have three other kids. And while you could say that we have three kids of our own and then one kid who we've adopted in reality, if someone asks us how many children we have, I uh, always say I have four. I don't ever stop and say, Okay, well, you know, I have the three and then I have this other one who's not really mine, but she's still living with us. No, it's I have four kids. They're all the same. They all have this same measure of our love for them. And everything we have and every moment and every ounce of our strength and ability will goes to each one of them. And you know the father sees us like that. We sometimes tend to look at our past life and the remnants of the the past life cuz even even my 7-year-old can still wake up and have nightmares about what life used to be like. <clears throat> But it doesn't change the fact of where she is now. While she still has the memory of what things used to be in Egypt, if you will, she knows that she's in our family now, and that's all that matters. The things of the past can't hurt her. The the torments and the fears can't get near her because she's under our protection. She's under our safety, under our shelter. Under the shadow of our wings As we are with the Father And far too often the enemy will come in And he'll declare Well this is what you used to be And maybe this is what you still are But it's only because we can't fully comprehend And we can't fully see And we don't fully always have the revelation Of who we actually are in Christ Jesus We still for some reason see that old man that old life, those old ways of thinking and believing and feeling. And we let those old things influence the current things. But in reality, all we really need to do is turn to the Father, turn to the Scriptures, turn to His Word, and find out what He has declared over us. That we are citizens. Fellow citizens with the saints and the members of the household of God. That He chose us in Him. That we have a new identity, a new name in Christ Jesus. That though we may not always feel that we're clothed, in white robes of righteousness, we are, though we don't always feel like we are righteous, we are righteous, not because of how we feel, but because of what Christ Jesus did for us. We may not always feel like we should be the most accepted in his kingdom, and far too often we run away from his presence, like Adam and Eve, because we don't feel that we have that we're worthy to be in his presence when In reality, we are more than worthy and more than accepted to come into His presence at any time because He's our Father. The Scripture declares to come boldly to the throne of grace in which you are accepted in a time of need. It says those who dwell in the sacred place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We are his children. <clears throat> Whether we realize it or not, the act, the um intr I don't know if that's the right word, intrinsic. The complexity of who we really are in Christ Jesus, the complexity of who we are to the Father, the complexity of the spiritual nature that we have that we've had birthed in us through his spirit. That we have this new man. It says, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Regardless of how you feel at times. Regardless of what you may think at times. Regardless of what the world says. Ever. He declared that you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. He declared that you have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. He declared that He chose you and Him before the foundation of the world. And while I've said that a couple different times so far in this hour, it's important to understand that that we didn't choose him, he chose us. And while all of us at one point in time had to make a choice to follow him, we all had to make a choice to yield our lives to him. In reality, that was only the secondary choice because the first choice was when the Father sent his son to die for us. The first choice was at that moment When the father weighed his options. And when the only thing he could do. Was send his son. He didn't spare him. But sent him into this world. To die for the sins of the world. That we. Could have eternal life through him.
0: i Finding myself, in the midst.
1: I have a few minutes left of the broadcast, and I want to take a minute um, to pray for someone. Um, Her name's Molly Laws, Um, and Molly um, is an older woman, and um, she has cancer. I have absolutely no idea what kind. Don't know the details. But you do father you know every hair on her head you know every atom in her body father and your word declares so if we ask anything in your name father you said we have it Father, you said to ask and save. Father, and you are Jehovah Raphae, the God who heals. So Jesus, in your name, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, we speak complete and total healing over Molly, Father from the top of her head to the soles of the feet, Father, that you are to remove every cancerous cell in the name of Jesus. Father, completely and totally restore her body. Father, in your name, Lord, that you alone would have praise, glory, and honor over her. Father, that you would reveal yourself to her, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, that you would speak to her. Father, you would draw her like water into your presence, Lord. Father, that you would open her eyes. Father, that you would open her ears. Lord, that she can hear your voice. Father, that you would give her strength, Father. For your word declares your strength is sufficient. For your grace is sufficient, and your strength is made perfect in our weakness. Jesus, thank you for being the healer, for being the I am, the unchanging God who was and is and is to come, holy and exalted, you're magnified and you're glorified, Father, throughout all of eternity, Lord. Father, and if we say nothing else except Jesus, you are holy. This is Prayer International Radio. If you need prayer for something, our call in number is six one nine six three eight eight four five eight.